Radio 1 91FM podcast. And now it's time to dive in to John Frushanti's uh, solo discography. So if you don't know, uh, John Frushanti was the third guitarist of the Red Hot Chili Peppers and arguably their most famous guitarist. He recorded five albums with them and they're pretty much the most famous albums. Mother's Milk, uh, Blood Sugar Sex Magic, Californication, By The Way, and Stadium Arcadium. Uh, he has released 12 solo albums and 7 MP- EPs, uh, starting with the 1994 release, Niandra Ladies, I believe it's pronounced Ladies, and usually just a t-shirt, which is his first solo release. His solo discography ranges from experimental rock to new wave, electronica, and some lo-fi avant-garde shit, because I have no better words in my vocabulary to describe his first album. <laughs> Um, he's an amazing guitar player, he's got a great voice, super inventive. Um, I don't know if it's true, but I, I read somewhere that he he, pra- he used to practice to, like 17 hours a day. So um, he's a very, very talented guitar player. He's personally one of my favourite guitar players, probably my favourite with Eric Clapton. Anyway, let's get into it. So his first album, Niandra Ladies, and usually just a t-shirt, was released in 1994. Um, it's avant-garde, stream-of-consciousness-style lyrics. It's very lo-fi. Um, it was recorded on a four-track recorder, so it's got guitar, piano, and vocals, and that's it. So it's very sort of sparse um, instrumentation, but the album can sound very dense at points because he uses a lot of tape loops and repeating stuff and lots of cool tape effects. It was recorded around 1992, so Niandra Ladies, which is the first half of the album, was recorded during the Blood Sugar Sex Magic uh, recording sessions, and then the second half was recorded just before he left the Red Hot Chili Peppers for the first time, it's called Usually Just a T-Shirt. Um, it's lots of guitar loops, lots of tape effects. Uh, so if you don't know, John Frusciante left the Red Hot Chili Peppers because he didn't like their success, and he also became a rather huge heroin and cocaine addict at the time. So um, you can kind of hear that in uh, in this album. He he claims that um, he wasn't heavily using drugs at this time, but I believe from from all my research, as far as I can tell, he he definitely was, and it and it kind of sounds like it. And uh, apparently he released this album and his the next album, Smile from the Streets You Hold, which came out in 1997, just before he got sober and rejoined the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, he released both those albums for drug money to fuel his uh his fairly crippling uh, heroin habit. So um keep that in mind as we go through this album because it's uh it's definitely an intense listen. So the first song I'm gonna play is called My Smile is a Rifle. It's the second track off the album. I love it. It's got awesome guitar tone, it's super sort of clean and compressed, but it's just sort of I say super clean, it's almost sort of verging on a not distorted but sort of crunchy, sort of clean guitar tone. You know, it's got this really awesome sort of polyphonic interplay in the intro, which is where you have multiple melodic lines. And, uh, you know, he's getting a lot of this through tape effects, you know, recording loops of guitars and having them interact with each other. And it sounds really awesome. Um, he's got some really haunting vocals throughout this album. So howling, haunting, weird screeching vocalizations. Um, and especially near the end, uh, he uh, screeches, well, sort of halfway through, I suppose. He screeches over the, the intro chord progression again, and it's just real, it's it's quite harrowing, but I really love the effect. It's it's really sort of um, spooky and uh, crazy and strange. So yeah, that's My Smile's Rifle, so let's get into it. And then after that, we'll be playing a, a uniquely named song called Your Pussy's Glued to a Building on Fire. So um, yeah. We're doing a deep dive into John Frusciante's solo discography, and we're starting with My Smile is a Rifle from Niandra Ladies and Usually Just a T-Shirt. You're listening to Monday Night Psych on Radio 1. Here's My Smile is a Rifle by John Frusciante.
there was an idea to bring together a group of remarkable people. A diverse team of student supporters were brought together to help students become something more. When students needed it, peer support could help them with our skills, knowledge and experience. We can help you with most things, like homesickness, questioning your gender or sexuality, stresses like studying or flatting, difficulty making friends, or even a personal or professional crisis. Whatever the reason, OUSA Peer Support Service is here for you. Pop in and chat to them at 5 Ethel Benjamin Place or email help at ousa.org.nz. Show show. <coughs> you boys want a dart? Ugh, gross. Ditch the darts. You should come with us to Shosha. They're basically New Zealand's vape and hookah specialist with an amazing selection of vapes, mods, pens and pods, batteries, the lot. They've got everything shisha and ask about the new heat not burn smoking alternative. Shosha, now in South Dunedin at 197 King Edward Street and City Centre at 14 Hanover Street. Open seven days a week, strictly R18. That was Your Pussy's Glued to a Building on Fire by John Frusciante from his 1994 debut album Niandra Ladies and Usually Just a T-Shirt. Um, that song's really cool, despite the uh, strange and unique title. Um, I love the sparse sort of acoustic guitar instrumentation, the sort of initially sparse instrumentation, I should say, and how on vocals they sound so haunted especially um on the line where he says the smile on my face isn't always real he really just sort of uh screeches that or not quite screeches but sort of uh it feels very emotive the way he sings that and i really like that i really love the uh the searing fuzzy reverse uh tape loop um effect guitar solo and the sort of second half it just sounds really you know awesome it just sears right above that um that uh the mix and I really love it. It's, it's a really cool effect and I would love to hear that in more songs. And you also get the sort of a weird abrupt stops and starts, you know. He'll he'll go through a whole sort of half the song and it just stops and then it starts again in the same um way. And I really love the raw production. And the guitar solo at the end is very uh Hendrix Hendrix esque, but um definitely for Shanti's own style, it's very cool. The next song we're going to play is the last song we're going to play from his debut album. It's called Untitled Number 2. The last half of the album is all called Untitled 1 through 13, I believe. Um, it's reverse sort of looped guitar over a sort of fragile sounding picked sort of melody and chords. I guess it's a, an arpeggiation of chords. And it definitely creates a sort of really eerie, unstable feeling. And, um,. It gives like a vocal-like melody for the song because there are no vocals in the song, but um, that reverse sort of high, looped, backwards loop guitar sounds really vocal-like and eerie and strange and spooky. But I really love it. Um, once again, the raw production is really cool. It's very lo-fi. The whole album is lo-fi, but um, in a in a good way. Uh, and I love the the um, he plays some sort of dissonant chords. So he the dissonant chord progression about the two minute mark and there's a reverse loop sort of freak out I guess is the best way to describe it um, around a two minute mark and it's really cool sort of crazy frenetic uh, passages and soloing so yeah check it out this is Untitled Number 2 by John Frusciante you're listening to The Deep Dive on Monday Night Psych <laughs>
That was Untitled Number 2 from uh, John Frusciante's 1994 debut solo album, Nandro Ladies and Usually Just a T-Shirt. Um, it's a cool song. It's really um, eerie, but um, I don't know. I really love it. It's a very fragile-sounding song, but um, I don't know. it's got a really nice tone to it. The guitars sound great. Um, I think it's a real testament to his skill as a guitarist to be able to write all these interacting uh, sort of polyphonic little loops and then reverse them and stuff and it melds and meshes really well as a whole. Um, we're going to go on to Look On which is from uh, his sixth studio album Inside of Emptiness which is uh, fr- from 2004 so this is 10 years on. This is um infinitely cleaner production than uh, his debut album or his first two albums. Um, you know it's it's a more of a heavy rock style. The vocals are great on it. It sounds really awesome. Um, I love the backing vocals, especially later on in the song, how they sort of weirdly fade in. It almost sounds like they were reversed and then faded in and then played out normally. I have no idea quite what the effect is, but it's really cool. Um, the guitar solo is awesome in the song. It's about a minute long. It's super janky and angular. It's a nice searing tone, and it's sort of raw, and it's I love that effect when you put the right amount of distortion in a guitar, you can almost hear the movement of their fingers as, you know, the guitarist is, like, playing bends or hitting hammer-ons or hitting notes. It's it's a very cool song. Um, yeah, it's a really raw, heavy guitar sound, which I really love. Um, it's just sort of, it's biting. It's a really biting guitar song. But, um, yeah, it's an awesome song. Let's check it out. This is Look On from Inside of Emptiness, uh, John Frusciante's sixth studio album. Yeah, check it out. You're listening to The Deep Dive on Monday Night Psych. We're listening to John Frusciante's solo discography, his look on from his sixth studio album. Not in my 
That was Look On by John Frusciante from his sixth solo album, Inside of Emptiness. It's a really cool song. The guitar in it is really awesome, especially that solo. It's really cool. We're going to go a bit back in time now. It's still 2004, but now we're looking at his fourth solo studio album and uh, probably his most cleanly produced and most commercial album, uh, Shadows Collide with People. This was written during the recording of the Red Hot Chili Peppers album, By the Way, which is recorded and released in 2002. It really shows you've got a lot of the um, similar sort of production and the vocal sort of doo-woppy harmonies that that album has uh, are shared with the solo album. Um, I really love the Clean Awesome production, and in fact it was actually a response to criticism about how raw and lo-fi his earlier solo work is, and he, uh, John Frusciante, didn't want to be uh, criticised or critiqued purely based on the production, so he made an album that was much more sort of commercially uh, or mainstream in its production, and apparently just cost him $150,000 to produce. Um, you're getting much more synthy and psyche and more, mel- uh, I won't say more melodic, but uh, more more sort of harmonies and uh, nicer melodies or easier to swallow melodies. Um, it reached 191 in the US charts, so it did okay, but it wasn't you know a major hit or anything. Um, the first song I'm going to play is called Carvel, it's got a really awesome about minute long synthy intro and it's definitely a hint of what was to come in uh, John's later discography where he sort of switched to electronica and then later in uh, from the house music which we're not going to go into today because I don't think it's particularly psyche enough and it's definitely not my uh, area of expertise or anything um, but I really love the build up you get this sort of unstable bubbling tape effect I think it's caused by like a compressor or something or a limiter it's a very cool effect um you can use almost like violin-like stabs and notes um, from a synth, or it might even be a guitar with volume swells, I'm not quite sure. But regardless, it's a very airy effect. And then that sort of just fades out, and uh, you get this really cool terrace dynamics effect where you can hear John breathe in just before he sings this sort of... Um, it transitions into a big almost choral, I believe. It's only one voice, but it, it's a... It reminds me of a choral effect. It's very psyche and cool. And throughout the sort of rest of the song, you get synthy, bubbling sounds, effects, especially under the intro of the vocals. And then um, you get a real bassy, sort of fuzzy synth during the verse. I believe there's a mellotron um, during the chorus and bridge, which is the same sort of effect that was used on uh, Sgt. Pepper's, I believe, and Strawberry Fields Forever by the Beatles. It's a sort of... um string-like synth thing um but yeah there's a lot of cool synths and electronic effects throughout the song awesome layered vocals i love how the uh, the vocals almost border on distortion in parts and he howls or something and it it sort of cracks up and distorts a bit it's very cool and then after that we're going to play uh song to sing when i'm lonely from the same album so here this is a really cool song. I hope you enjoy it. This is Carvel by John Frusciante from his fourth solo album, Shadows Collide with People. And after that, we'll have Song to Sing When I'm Lonely from the same album. Yeah, here it is. Carvel by John Frusciante. You're listening to Monday Night Psych on Radio 1.
was Song to Sing, When I'm Lonely, from John Frusciante's fourth solo album, Shadows Collide with People. It's a really cool song. It's just a really nice bop. It's, it's a bop. It's um, got this really cool boppy synth intro. I'm going to say bop too much now. Um, eight, it's sort of an 8-bit or 16-bit video game chip tune feel to it. And then the vocals are awesome on the song. I really love the vocals on the song. It's uh, very reminiscent of um, the Bite Away, doo-woppy style vocal harmonies, um, which makes sense because it was recorded, or written at least, during the same time as that album. The backing vocals especially are really good. Um, John's voice is awesome, and I really love the bright, chimey guitar um, strums and then the guitar arpeggios during the chorus, especially in the end slash the, the coda. It really um, comes up in the mix, and it's really nice and bright and clear. And it's just a, it's a nice, it's a happy song. I really like it. It's a good song. We're coming up to the end of the deep dive. Well, this is the end of the deep dive. It's got one more song. It's uh, central from his 2009 album, The Imperium, which is the last sort of album he recorded with a, a more rock, or at least psych rock um, style. And then after that, he definitely moved on into a more electronica or electronic-focused style. Um, but it's a really good album. It's arguably his best. It's a bit battle between Shadows Collide with People for me. Um, I really love how lush the instrumentation is throughout this album. It's just awesome. Um, I love the intro. I, I can never tell. I, I always alternate between thinking if it's a piano or some sort of banjo or guitar or something. But it's a really cool effect. Um, I think it is a, a piano playing quite high in its register. And it's a super texturally dense song, but it doesn't feel like there's too much going on. It, it just all fits really well. Um, I really love this echoey, fuzzy guitar um, that's super reverbed, and it sounds so awesome in the second verse of the song particularly. It's just sort of... Um, it's not super high in the mix, but it's, it sounds really cool. It gives it a nice atmosphere to the song. And then um, I love the switch into... I'm going to call it a bridge, but it's not really a bridge, because about halfway through a song, it switches into a, a new section, which lasts for the rest of the song. But in this new section, or bridge or whatever, um, it has these really heavy, sort of bright drums, and it's really awesome, and it's got sort of strings in it, and then you get some more noisy, sort of reserved guitar, and you get a lot of swapping of the instrumentation from the previous verses, and into this new section, and they pop in and out, and I love it when uh, music calls back to early phrases or ideas or concepts within an album or song. And then uh, there's this awesome, searing, bright, fuzzy lead guitar 
that does this really awesome solo that just soars above the really densely textured mix, and it sounds awesome. It's just a really cool song. Um, yeah, and it's probably one of my favorite songs by John Frusciante. So yeah, this is Central from John Frusciante's 2009 album, The Empyrean, and that will conclude our deep dive for this week, and it's the last one for the year. So yeah, check it out. Central by John Frusciante. I'm central to nowhere thinking of sweeping it clean when we choose to go
That was Central by John Frusciante from his 2009 album The Imperian, and that concludes our last deep dive for the year. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. His discography is definitely very varied and unique. Um, I can't think of anyone who's uh, spanned as many genres as a uh, as uh, John Frusciante in his solo discography. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.